This episode is brought to you by Smart Notary University, the ultimate collection of educational content that teaches the everyday person how to start and grow their notary business as a notary public loan signing agent. This collection includes the quick step guide to becoming a notary signing agent, Stamper Loan Closing Workshop, Smart Notary Money, the hybrid model course, the Stamper Notary Checklist. And as an added value, you'll receive an exclusive invite to join the Stamper community. It's a global network of notaries that creates opportunities through collaboration. To join, visit our website at www.smartnotaryuniversity.com. Again, that's www.smartnotaryuniversity.com. Now you're now tuned in with the Stamper Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You are now tapped in with the Stamper Podcast. This is episode nine. Who, what, 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 what football player, basketball player wears number nine? What, Vucevic? Whatever his name is. He played for the uh, Bulls. But I got a very special guest in the building. This is a gentleman who I've been waiting to sit down with to learn more about. Always posting dope content on Twitter. Uh, just an overall interesting guy, man. We got Brother Royal in today, owner of Assurance DNA. Please, let, please introduce yourself. Yeah, man, Rafael, thank you for, for having me on, man. Uh, my name is Roel Banks. I'm the owner of Assurance DNA, also the owner of Paternity University, which we'll get into that a little bit later. Absolutely. Also the owner of Gray Helix. We'll talk about that too. But uh, yeah, you know, hey, all around, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm a good guy, solid guy, military dude, and uh, just here to, to do this entrepreneurship thing. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you for joining on on joining on the show today, man. So just starting off, man, we like to dive into the background of the entrepreneurs and business owners who 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 are on the on the podcast. Man, just give the people a little background about yourself. Uh, who just let the people know who is Royal? Yeah, Royal Royal Banks ultimately is a creative at heart. That's who I am. As a child, I wrote books, I wrote stories, poems, plays. I'm a, I'm a creative, but I also like making money as a kid too. You know, growing up, mowing lawns, raking leaves, doing whatever, getting into college and, you know, selling hamburgers and cheeseburgers at night in the dorms and making money that way. I was Uber Eats before Uber Eats. You know what I mean? Um, that's who I am. I'm a creator and a creative at heart. Uh, military, I've been in the military. I'm active duty military. I've been in the military for eight years now. I'm an officer, uh, public affairs officer. So I help tell the Army story. That's my that's my trade. That's my, my day job. Um, but uh, yeah, investor stocks crypto mobile homes um you know but but this here assurance dna and all the sub companies though these are my babies and and that's that that's what constitutes who i am and what i do yeah man and, and i was just gonna and you led me right into the question about how you got into entrepreneurship so you said you didn't sell burgers you didn't uh, start multiple yeah. businesses myself when i was in school man i was selling uh selling cds so yeah 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 you wanted to mix cd just give me a list of uh songs that you wanted we sure. go on limewire yeah by, by the blank cds from walgreens i, I found yeah. myself trying to undercut the market where they selling bootleg cds for five i said man i'm gonna sell them for two so yeah one for three or one for three two for five that was always my thing right <laughs> you know what I mean? one for three two for five might as well just get the two you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So just talk about that that that, that journey that the journey for to, into entrepreneurship. Where, where did yeah. where, where did that spirit where that where did that fire come from? Yeah, you know I I don't know man. Like I mean I saw my mom. She also owns a paternity testing company as well in Atlanta. She's been doing this for 20 years. So for most of my life, I have known my mom to be entrepreneurial, and so maybe that has something to do with it growing up. But I always just liked 
to do something and have somebody pay me for it, like provide a service or a product or something like that. Even as a kid, like I said, 10 years old, mowing lawns, you know, while my friends were were playing basketball and, and you know, and I would play basketball too, yeah. but I was like, man, I want to make some money, man. I like doing that, yeah. you know, and uh, provide a service as a 10, 11 year old, I was making 50, 60 bucks a lawn in, in, in 2000 and, you know, 2001, 2002, yeah. you know, um, and, and, you know, having the idea to expand uh, and, 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 and have other people uh, work for me. My mom, my mom didn't want to have me do that. Right. But like having that mentality at 11 years old, like, hey, wait a minute, I cannot do as many lawns and have other kids do lawns for me. And I will pay them from the money that the people pay me. Yeah. You know, having that idea. But yeah, just just the idea of, of kind of wanting to do my own thing and, and, and be compensated for a product or a service always resonated with me as, you know, as I grew up, as I got older. And so, so moms, so moms already had a paternity testing business way, way before you got into the business, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, she, she, she started it in 2003. So yeah, it's about 18, 18 years, 2002, 2003. And um, yeah, she's been going ever since. And so I grew up seeing how, you know, her coming home with stories like, hey, this, this crazy stuff happened to her, this client or this or that. Yeah. I grew up seeing that stuff. I grew up watching her originally advertising yellow pages, go on the radio station, all shit that we don't do anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> As it transitioned into the digital age and I helped her transition into the digital age, you know, 2013, 2014 timeframe, getting her on Google, making sure her logo was squared away, getting her Facebook set, all that. I helped her do all that, but yeah. I had no intentions of starting this DNA testing business until like last year. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So has she been someone of a mentor for you in this? Oh, oh man, dude. I would call her every single day. I still, I still call her maybe once a week now to ask a question, but I, I got it. I got it figured out now, but originally, Oh, my mom was, she is the technical expert. She is the expert when it comes to paternity testing expert. Um, and, uh, so I definitely lean on her, man. When I started this, I was asking her questions two, three times a day and she got me squared away. So I love her for that. Not just for that, but also being an amazing mother. That's awesome, man. And, and touch, touch touch on the importance of uh, a mentorship and coaching, because a lot of people, what they don't realize, especially me, I, I wasn't in the mind frame that when I started this business, uh, especially my business, I thought I had to do everything solo. Yeah. You, you always hear you always hear that uh, you, you're supposed to do everything. You're not supposed to do everything by yourself. You got to have help along the way. But me and yeah. my mind frame at the time, I thought, man, I don't need nobody else. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this all by myself. But along the way, if you're trying to do this by yourself, not only does it take longer. You get certain uh, pitfalls that you could have avoided along the way by just yeah. know, understanding the people that have been there before you. So you yeah. have the importance of mentorship and just coaching in business in general. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, for sure. So I I have basically exponentially increased the revenue of my business through mentorship. Hmm. First through my mother, second through uh, an, an individual that I found who owned a uh, who owns a paternity testing business in Alabama as well. Um, I just was just searching, like I was searching for other paternity testing business that has, that have systemized their business. And I, I finally got in contact with him. He was completely cool with just talking to me as a young dude starting his business. And he put me on so much game that saved me months and months of time and research or mistakes that I probably would have made had I not spoken to him. And then another thing, like I tweeted the other day, no man is an island. No man is an island. A good friend of mine helped me get my first job out of college you know, as when I was a reservist in the army, no man is an island. I literally cannot do the things with the serious DNA without my wife. 
because my wife is essentially my VA. Okay. Yeah. You know, while, while I'm at work, she answers the business phone. She goes and, and does DNA tests. She handles, you know, the customer facing stuff. And I handle the strategic marketing and things of that nature. Um, so literally none of this stuff could happen without these, those three people that I just named. None of this stuff could happen. And then my, my thing with Paternity University is codifying all this knowledge that I've learned over ultimately really over the past 20 years of witnessing my mom doing codifying all that and getting it to people to where they can cut their time off the runway significantly you know to so they can they can be off the runway in flight in, in two months instead of six like me <laughs> so yeah so that's man that is so important man because you know, a lot of people they want to go the cheap route they want to say oh, i'm gonna just go to youtube university but you're not realizing the amount of time that you're spending search, searching through yeah. different videos trying to piece all this content together yeah, to sure, okay, yeah. What, what works you know everybody has different experiences uh different systems and methods of how they approach their business with you you make it so simple for everybody like again yeah, you taking those 20 years of experience and putting it all in one piece of content for people to go follow and pretty much like a bible that can go by as far as in the, pater in the paternity testing world yeah yeah, essentially, that's that's correct. That's so dope, man. <laughs> I mean, just, just talk about uh, just talk about some of those early challenges that you dealt with in your in your in your, uh, in, your in, in your uh, in insurance DNA. Man, uh, definitely an early challenge was that phone not ringing, man. That phone not ringing. That's the that's that's the thing. See, here's the thing with with DNA testing and and Andre Hatchet. Uh, of course, I'm I'm quite sure you know you you that's the goat. That's the goat, right? So Andre Hatchet. Um, I joke and say with him sometimes and say sometimes the rap game is kind of like the crack game. Yeah. The DNA testing business has similarities to the notary business. It's, mm -hmm. it's some similarities to it. However, um, people who need notaries, they, they, they probably call you and be like, I need a notary. And, and, they, and they get it because they, they, they actually really, truly need a notary. Yeah. With DNA testing, there's there's more coordination. There's emotions involved. Mm -hmm. There's all this, all this stuff involved. So originally, the big challenge for me was... Uh, knowing my, my customer base, knowing the possible uh, uh, objections they may have, and just knowing that there's up and there's lull periods, up and down periods of you might not get any calls. Yeah. And then there's times where you get a bunch of calls. And then there's times where you get a call and then the person says they have to think about it and, they never, and, and, and they either never call you back or you call them back and they say, oh, well, I called somebody else and got a DNA test and I paid them 1500 bucks. That happened to me, it sucks. So just taking all that and saying, okay, fine, you know, codifying it, writing it all down, what went wrong, what went well, and then understanding that it's a patience game. I teach that to my students, it's patience, patience, patience. You might be in an area that has more DNA testing companies, so it may take a little bit longer for you to get on the map. Or you might be like one of my students who there are no DNA testing companies in this city, and he is doing very well for himself now. Yeah. You know? um, so patience and, and, you know, understanding that, um, it's it's going to take some time to get off the ground, but it will happen. That's a fact. I mean, guess yeah, so we 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 live in such a microwave society where everybody wants things to happen <laughs> yeah. so fast. They're looking at all the successes of people, whether whether they're posting their the money they made for the month or success that they have. Yeah. What they don't see yeah. the L's. I talk about that a lot. Just the L's that you're going to take along the way because it's going to happen. Yeah, not nobody starts out starts out just starts out winning. It just doesn't happen like that. So I'm happy that you touched on that. Look, man, I mean, I, I went uh, I went about a month and maybe a half. I went about six weeks mm -hmm. from starting the business to getting my first DNA test, and I charged 169 dollars for it. 
okay? And grossly undercharged. My profit margins were horrible, yeah. okay? Right? And so through all the mistakes and, and, and erasing and rewriting and editing and, hey, well, how do I say this? How do I do this? How, how, do, I, how do I do my Google ads that? Mm-hmm. Today, I made 1700 bucks from one test. Talk about it. bucks. And I, and I, I, you know, I will never see the client. I will never swab the client. Heck, the alleged father's in a whole other state. All it is is a station at this point and, and letting my wife know, hey, this is, this is who you contact. This is what you do, et cetera. This is how you speak to the person. I spoke to the client one time. My wife talked to her three. And just through all the stuff that I messed up on, getting it squared away, 1700 bucks. You know what I'm saying? And off, off of a call. So it, it, if you're out there and you're seeing, like you said, if you're seeing, if you see me, I posted it. Hell, I post, I post my wins. You build, you build in public, right? Yeah. And you see me and you say, damn, man, he made 1700 bucks in one day. Yeah, it took me a year. <laughs> it, took, it really took me a year. Yeah, they, don't, they, don't, they don't see what, I mean, they don't see the, like I said, the L's, the things you got to get to get to that point. And then once you get yeah. that, I mean, it makes it all worth it in the end. Oh, yeah, it makes it so worth it. Yeah, and then, and then uh, I mean, you mentioned your wife is your uh, is your VA man. How how did that part? Can you talk about that partnership? Because yeah, you know, a lot of people they know that the, the married couples they want to start businesses, but one but the husband may want to start a business, but the wife may not be there yet. Yeah, or, yeah, the yeah. Want to start yeah. the business, but the husband is just not quite there yet. So can you talk about how you how you and your wife? Well, you know, that's business? that. Well, that's not, I'm not gonna say that's the reason. That's one of the reasons why I married her. Hell, because she's entrepreneurial. She's entrepreneurial as well. You know, what I mean? and, and and she wants to live a life of abundance and be able, and to be able to give uh, too. You know, what I'm saying just like me. So she actually told me in 2000, shoot man, 2018 time frame, 19. She's like, hey, you should start a DNA testing company. I was like, nah, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just helping my mom out with her stuff. She's like, no, you should. Like, it's, it seems like a pretty good idea. I was like, nah, the the this and this and that. And I actually shoot her off. You know, this was at the time when she was my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally. Um, we were, we were, the story is we were, we were working together to try to do a mobile home deal in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And these people, we had $6,000. She, she, she gave me, she pretty much provided $6,000 as an initial investment. Mm-hmm. And these people were asking 30, 40, 60, $80,000 for a damn mobile home in a park, which is just, it's just ridiculous. No, it's not going to happen. So these deals kept falling through, kept falling through, kept falling through. Mm-hmm. And I got frustrated. And I was like, man, I was like, Hey, hey. How about we start a DNA testing company? She was like, really? <laughs> I've been telling you. She was like, okay, but she didn't rub it in my face. She was like, fine. So I took this, this whiteboard right here behind me, yep. whiteboarded it out, the initial plan. Hey, it's going to be called this, that, 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 that. We're going to do this, do this, do that. And she was like, let's get it. Do it. Cool. So, and then here we are now with, with matching polos. So, <laughs> yeah. That's super dope, bro. That's, uh, I got to big that up, man, because I mean, that that just shows the power of, uh, you know, power of uh, you guys working together. Yeah. And another part, another important part, she didn't rub that up in your face as well, because she could have been like, oh, now you want to start it. But she yeah, said, you know what? yeah. Y'all finally she just, she just, she just, she just gently reminded me. You know, I told you that. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. But let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this money. And, 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 she's, and she's been sticking with me this entire time. You know what I'm saying? Like at the time, we were living apart um, because, I, you know, me being military, I was moved all over the place. And she was still in her city finishing up her master's degree. So, you know, we would we would talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. She would tell me, hey, try this, do that. And now that she she's living with me, she does the test. I, I can't do the test during the day. She doesn't. Yeah. 
I mean, and she handles the calls and she handles the invoicing and everything. And, and I just say, hey, you know, here, 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 let's do the strategic stuff. So yeah, it's a partnership. I literally could not be doing this without her. I I, I actually could not be doing this without her. So that's dope. So I, I definitely want to get into because I know what you do. That's it's not it's not an easy business to run, man. Can you talk about yeah. the emotional intelligence that you need to need? You know, you should be yeah. dealing with. You know, let's say you have a a a, 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 man, a gentleman that comes up to you, comes up to give you guys a call and say, "Hey, I need to get a DNA test done. I don't know if this, you know, this may be my son or daughter." Like, yeah. how, you talk about the intel, the emotional intelligence that you need to run this business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You do. You 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 know, to set yourself apart from the other DNA testing companies, you want to have empathy. That's one of the biggest things. Empathy. I mean, yeah, the other DNA testing companies they may be doing very well or they're huge or they may not be doing it you know as well but they treat they treat some of these folks like a number you know answer your phone on the second ring ask for their name get their name refer them by name throughout the entire call listen to them listen to them. sometimes they just want to talk and vent i mean you're not a therapist but listen to them listen to what's going on i have people call hey man i just don't think it's mine i'm like hey man you know i'm sorry to hear that you're not the only one i say that too you're not the only to the men and the women that call in yeah you're not the only one you know, and let's, and let's help you get through this situation. You know what I mean? And just having empathy and, and you do have to have a level of emotional intelligence. You don't want to treat them like they're a number because they're going through some of the worst moments of their life. Worst moments of their life. I mean, as a man, I deal with guys who are married and they had two kids from the woman and one of the kids isn't theirs. You know, I deal with women who are married and they stepped out on their marriage and now they're pregnant and they are unsure if it's their husbands or the other guys. I deal with that all the time. Yeah. And you don't judge. You don't try to rush into saying your price immediately. You listen with empathy. You speak to them like human beings and then you work through the solution. Oh, man. That's, I can't imagine trying to run it, that type of business, man, because like I said, this thing... You, know, you got to empathize with them. You can't. You can't come from a judgmental standpoint because that's the that's the last thing that they need. No, yeah, no judging, no judging, and they and they and they're they're ashamed. They're ashamed, especially when when the women call. And if I'm talking to them, and, and you know, I don't know if this is a fact or anything like that. But uh, ever since my wife started answering the calls, oh my gosh, my sales have been jumped through the roof. I think they feel more comfortable speaking to a woman about this. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, you, you, no judgment. And, and I said, hey man, I'm not judging. I, I get it. You're not the only one. Let's let's find the problem. Let's find the answer to this problem, and let's get you the answers. Let's get you the truth. Same for the men. Same thing. So yeah, yeah that's dope, man. Because uh, I mean, I, you know, growing up, you know, in in the Mari era, you know, you watching those shows, and then yeah. you, know, you get the results. You see the ladies running all through the back. So when, oh, yeah, you know, when you're looking at it on TV, yeah, it's like for entertaining purposes, you're like, yeah. oh, that's kind of funny, but to actually be like answered to be in a position where you answer those phone yeah. calls and you got to be the one to almost yeah. in a sense, got to kind of be like, give them a shoulder to lean on, let them know, like, hey, yeah. I'm not here to Thank judge you. I want to make sure you get the proper information so you know what's going on moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that whole Mari part, I don't, I don't see that part. You know, a lot of people think that if I own a paternity testing company, I'm the one who calls them and tells them the results. I don't tell them the results over the phone, by the way, because yeah. uh, you never know who they're standing next to or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I either securely mail them, uh, securely email them or mail them. And sometimes they'll respond back. If, if it's a zero percent, they'll say, is this is this true? Like, 
Are these results for real? Yes, they are, sir. I'm sorry. Or ma'am. I'm sorry. Like it's it's the truth. And from there, honestly, I don't I don't really hear I've heard back from one that was just going through the five stages of grief, seriously. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, and, and we're gonna start working to refer them to to mental health counselors um for some of the more serious uh uh situations. Yeah, that's dope, man. Talk, let's 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 get into paternity university, man, because Again, yeah. from my experience, I've never came. I didn't even know there was any black folks that had, that had a DNA agency or in this business at all. So, yeah, talk about uh, the paternity university. What led you to start this initially, and yeah. uh, and and then just the success that you've had with what you and your wife what you've had with this program so far. Yeah, for sure. You know, honestly, man, I was like anti-course for like the longest. I didn't want to be that like guru dude. Yeah. just hawking his course on social media and not knowing what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody's like that, but I didn't, I, I didn't like that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I went along and as I started building in public, talking about paternity testing, mm -hmm. every once in a while, I would get somebody to message me and ask me. It was, it was specifically uh, two people that, that messaged me on, on Twitter. And uh, well, I, I, how about this? I answered his tweet. He, he tweeted, are there any like felon friendly businesses that I could start? And I was like, well, paternity testing, because it's, it's, yeah, it's felon friendly. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he DM me after that. And I walked him through, this is before I even made the, I walked him through it, how to do the whole thing in Twitter DMs. Never even called him on the phone. Hey, this is how you do this. this, this. He's asking questions. Next thing you know, this dude started his business and he's doing paternity tests. And I'm like, dope. That's dope. And he was like, are you going to make a course out of this? And I was like, ah, yeah, baby. And he was like, dude. You got it. You, yeah. you got it. Listen to a course. Another dude DM me, same thing, asked me questions. He was like, are you going to make a course about that? I was like, mm. he was like, bro, you got it. I was like, all right. So that I heard it twice. I was like, all right, let me go ahead and do that. Made the course in three weeks. Uh, and it's been on ever since, man. We've, we've got uh, students, a uh, student of mine now, um, uh, 800, made $800 today. It's going to make 400 tomorrow and possibly another 14 or 1500 on Saturday uh, revenue uh, for DNA testing. I mean, he, he's pretty much the only good DNA testing company in his city and he followed the blueprint. I mean, step by step and dude is doing, he's, it takes, but I guess it takes a little patience, but he's doing pretty well for me. We have uh, currently 40, I think 42 students, um, all of which are actively setting up their businesses and, and they're getting ready to take off. And I am freaking excited for every single one of them. Like, by the way, man, I don't know if you noticed, Rafael, but um, there is no, there was no course, or there is no course other than other than mine on, yeah. the, target, target, there, on the internet. There's nothing. You look up, you Google articles, how to start a DNA testing company, there's like two articles. And it tells you how to start a lab, like an actual laboratory, yeah. which takes millions of dollars. Yeah. And then like how to maybe buy a DNA testing franchise Mm -hmm. but there's no call to action at the end to say buy this course it doesn't it did not exist before this i created the first one in existence so there's that and i and i copyrighted it too by the way so nobody i gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give you flowers after that because i mean i mean I, I think it's i think it's important to be to be the first in the space yeah first of all and then also too you're in a position where you're not hustling on a crowded block I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a million realtors. It's a million loan officers. Yeah. It's a million yeah. whatever, but it's not too many people. Not if any, 
DNA agency, uh, DNA agency companies as in your city. On top of that, they have a, a all in all inclusive course where you can learn steps A to Z on how to get started. So yeah, and we really like to hold on to that information. Um, or a lot of them, you know, and I, I tweeted this the other day from from who I speak to, a lot of the agency owners, and I'm not trying to be ageist. They're 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 a little bit older. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they are from the different generation. They may not be fully intertwined in the digital age, mm -hmm. digital generation, as in understanding courses and, and, and building in public. They're kind of private, which is fine. I mean, if they want to run that, that's completely okay. But you don't even know who they are. Like I said, you know, you're the first person I've ever, I mean, you were saying that I'm the first person you've ever even seen talk about this yeah. with, a, with a face. Uh, so, you know, taking that market share was not difficult at all. And it, it is growing. Uh, and and all the, the my students, they are young and hungry, ready to get it. <laughs> so I'm excited for all of them. Yeah, it, let's, let's talk more about that, man. Just to see, I mean, that's dope to how you could put a, a, a collection of uh, information, everything that you learned over the yeah. course of the years, and put it in a course, and then to actually see students actually not only. Uh, believe in the course that actually take that information and then apply it in their life as well. Can you talk about the the, the joy that you get from seeing yeah. other people take that information and apply it? Yeah. It, what's the word for it? I think living vicariously through somebody. Yeah. Like when one of my students win, I man, it's like crazy joy, man. Like it like I remember my the when when my boy in in the um in the DMs hit me and told me he got his first test. Like it almost brought a tear to my eye. This is before I even created the course. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, bro, yes, that, that's amazing, man. Like, wow, you know, something from my head and, and from the experience that I got from my mom, basically doing this for 20 something years and seeing this overall helped other people establish at the very least a form of side income. You can, by the way, caveat, there is, there is no cap on how much you can earn on, in this business. Yeah. One of my mentors makes forty, fifty thousand dollars a month doing this, just DNA testing. Like there, there, there is nobody saying, "Hey, you're you're doing too many DNA tests." <laughs> There's no limit on it. So you can you can you can make you can just do it to where you're making an additional thousand dollars a month, which is cool if you if that's what you want to do and that's what helps you bring financial freedom. Perfectly fine. You can scale it to where it can be a multi-state national agency. No limits. There are no limits. So. Anyway, it's, it's good to see that. And I get elated and, and, and happy. For, uh, and one more thing, a uh, quick anecdote is um, I tweeted this earlier. And I think you actually retweeted it. Yep. So I was just on LinkedIn. We were talking about LinkedIn earlier, yep. right? We were talking about LinkedIn. Yeah, how we need to use it more. And I'm, I'm using it. So I hopped on LinkedIn. Right after you tweeted, I hopped, let me hop on my LinkedIn and see what's going on. I saw uh, another DNA agency owner like my pro my dna agency profile on linkedin oh wow wow she's showing her face i say i keep saying that over and over again yeah. i was like wow she owns a dna testing company in in, in x state right mm -hmm. and um I, I just emailed her i was like hey hey i just want to introduce myself my name is roll i own assurance dna yada 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 hey i just see you're out here doing your thing and she was like hey actually i took your course a few months ago and we started our dna testing company and we're up and running i was like I didn't even, I didn't know, but I think her, her partner, her business partner used his email yeah. and I didn't know who she was. Yeah. So I'm, I'm talking to, she was, she's a managing member. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah. And you broke it down. Bop, 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 bop. And we are up and running in this city. And thank you so much. I was like, wow, man. Like 
I want to keep that feeling. What, you know, I don't want to sell so many courses to get such a big head on Twitter, which I don't think I will, mm -hmm. where it's just like, oh, well, I, I make $30,000 a month selling courses now and I don't even care about my student. No, every single student who makes a sale or does a DNA test, I am rooting for every single one of them. And, and that is in the Slack channel. Every single day I'm engaging with them and rooting them on and pushing them. So it, it, that, it seriously humbled me and warmed my heart, man, seriously. And that's dope, man. And, and uh, uh, the dope part about it, you have a community in place as well. So again, yeah. it goes back to again, stop trying to do everything by yourself. If you yeah. have questions, instead of instead of holding those questions in, put those get those questions out there because yeah. those questions answered, you do you'll be in a much better position. I suppose of just trying to guess and also, well, I, I guess if I do this, maybe. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I learned from them. They can put me on some game. I'm like, whoa, hold on, I didn't, I didn't know what that was. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Like one of the students, like, hey, I'm trying to make 10, 10 racks this month from DNA tests. And I'm like, dude, the way you're, you about to make three this weekend. Like, what's up? You know, so uh, I learned from them. We learn from each other. We root each other on. I mean, it's it's a really dope thing. And it's it's a beautiful thing to see. Now, is this business, and now is it, uh, are you doing it just, like, are you local? Or are you, are you, are you pretty much nationwide? Or how, yeah, yeah. So as of, as of right now, uh, and, and that's a great question, because that's a lesson that I learned. As of right now, I am local to El Paso, Texas. That's where I'm stationed at in the military. However, I also, I also uh, advertise a little bit in Dallas, Texas as well. Um, I got students in Dallas, Texas. So hey, if I did a DNA test out there, I can just lob it their way. Yeah. And they can do, they can collect for me, or I can just send them the whole client and be like, hey, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but right now I, I, I hyper focus. And the reason why I say that, because the, the biggest mistake, well, one of the big mistakes I made early on was trying to advertise in multiple cities at once when I, one, didn't have the budget and two, didn't understand the market in that area. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I got to El Paso and hyper focused on the market. What were my competitors doing? How much are they charging? Are they open on weekends? Are they mobile? You you can't really truly figure that out and understand it unless you really either study the place. If you if you try to go nationwide, you're you're gonna cast a wide net and not catch anything unless you got tens of thousands of dollars to market right. a month. If you do, cool. But if you hyper focus on a city at a time, you can you can you can take you can take market share in that city, especially if you're open on weekends, answer your freaking phone, and are mobile. <laughs> that sets you apart from like 99% of the other DNA testing companies in your city. Trust me. Yeah, man, and you hit the nail on the head. I'll be telling, I try to tell notaries all the time, man. I can't get you paid if you don't answer your phone. Answer the damn phone. It's just that simple. Answer the phone, man. Answer the phone. And I seen that uh, when you was on Twitter, I seen your, uh, the picture you posted where you had a, uh, you had the, uh, the uh, bus stop, the, the bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. How did that come? Yeah. What, what made what made you say, man? Maybe I need to post it. Yeah, this like talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a great question, man. Uh, I I wanted to advertise in the physical domain. Mm -hmm. uh, so at first, I bought bandit signs. <laughs> they just said like, "Unsure if a child's yours," you know, bandit sign. You know, put it in the ground. <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to get. Let's get a. I talked my wife. Let's get a billboard." I looked it up. I was like, "Ooh, that's a little too much money yeah. for me right now. A little too rich for my blood right now." Right. I'm still operating, you know what I'm saying, on, on my own marketing budget. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the, uh, the city of El Paso, they do, they do bus stop bench ads. And so I, I, looked, I looked it up and damn, I'm like, yo, this is $325 a month for five? That ain't bad. You know, I, 
I spend, uh, you know, a little bit more than that for Google ads, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to establish a, a, a advertising in the physical domains, in the physical presence. I'm starting off with five and we're, we're going from there at some point in time, who knows, we might have 150 or so in the city of El Paso and everywhere you see, you're going to see assurance DNA. All right. <laughs> now, how, now, how you been getting, has the, has the phone been ringing because of, because of that? Is it, is no, not so as of right now, we just, we just uh, installed them about two weeks ago. So as of right now, we were not, you know, getting any calls. All the calls are still coming from Google, mm-hmm. but I expect over the, it's a long game. This yeah. is a six, this is, a, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. People going to be on the bus. They see it, they see it, they see it, they see it, they see it. And then on the fourth month, I might get a flood. Who knows? But we're trying it out. It's relatively inexpensive compared to other forms of marketing and advertising. And uh, we're, we're seeing what sticks. That's dope, man. That's dope. Super dope. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing I've been noticing uh, going down the timeline, Gray Helix. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 when I seen sad, when I seen sad software, I'm like, hold on, man. I, my ears perked up a bit. You know, my yeah. eyes. I'm like, man, I, I, I'm tuned in to what he got on with Gray Helix. I don't know. I don't know if you can, you can say too much, but just can, can you get, yeah. Can, that's that's my that's my project X right there. That's my uh, that's my top secret. But what I what I can what I basically what I have noticed is mm-hmm. that in the DNA testing world. Um, a lot of the companies, agencies, and even labs sometimes, they don't have a portal where everything is all in one. Mm-hmm. Invoicing, client onboarding, appointments, you know, you know, every client information, uh, and then and then the results. Yeah. They use a bunch of different systems, mm-hmm. right? And I was using, I still do use a bunch of different systems. Mm-hmm. Ray Helix is the solution to that problem. So that's what I can say. Everything centrally located in one area. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that this could also not just solely apply to DNA testing, but the drug testing as well. So, really? yeah. And I, I see, I've seen that as well on uh, Twitter today. You said you uh, twenty twenty two, you getting into the drug testing world. Your drug testing world, man. We gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, because a lot of DNA testing companies, uh, what they do is they also have a drug testing side of the business too to complement it. Mm-hmm. Which, which actually is a good business model because when one up, one is up, the other is down or whatever. Uh, but that drug testing, those that's that those are solid basics. A DNA testing, mm-hmm. it takes a while. It takes a minute. It takes a minute. It takes a minute. And then you hit you hitting home runs. Boom, home run. Boom, home run. Boom, home run. Grand slam. Seventeen hundred bucks in one day. Yeah. But that drug testing, those are those constant just basics. Bam, bam, bam. Every day, bam, bam. Drug test. Drug test. Drug test. Man, that's that's the B two B side. That's the business to business side of it. You contact those small and medium sized businesses and say, "Hey, I can do your drug testing. G- give me a contract." Boom, you know. Uh, so that is in the in the works. So eventually, at some point in time, it's going to be assurance DNA and drug testing. If y'all listening, y'all need to start your DNA. <laughs> man, I, I, I'm excited. Just like, man, it got me got me thinking. Like, man, do I need to start a DNA agency, man? Because this is exciting. Listening to this. Man. <laughs> hey, man. You know, hey, we're always welcome. Welcome to have you on over to the, to the to fraternity university community, man. Feel feel free whenever you're ready. Yeah, I mean, I need to enroll, man. Because uh, I mean, just Oakland too. Oakland. Oh, where are you at? You you say you're an hour from Oakland. Yeah, about an hour away from the Bay. Yeah. We we can talk after this. We'll, yeah, we can talk after we this. Talk, man, because uh, just from seeing everything that's been going on, just from quarterbacking 
and uh, in, in the notary game, man, I'm thinking, and then just seeing you, what you've been doing as far as the quarterback as well. I'm like, man, I wonder where, what can I expand? Where, I can expand this, man. You know, you know, and then also too, I'm all about creating opportunities. So maybe I can yeah. get, maybe I can pass this up, let, let the wife run it and I just assist her with it or moms, whoever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, Hey, we'll be happy to have you over whenever you're ready, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Man. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, um, uh, the discipline. Can you talk about? I know you. Uh, I know yeah, most successful entrepreneurs that I've came across or have had a conversation with, they all served in the military. Yeah. One thing about the military is the discipline. Yeah. You talk about the importance of discipline in your business because that's not something that's really spoke spoken about that often. Yeah. 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 Discipline is closely related to consistency. Um, so in order to be consistent, obviously you have to be disciplined that they, they go hand in hand and consistency is also hand in hand with growth. Uh, so if you're not consistent or disciplined in your business or anything, you will not grow period. So that applies to life, spirituality, health, and business. So, you know, learning that familiar. And then also, like I said, document, documenting thing, SOP, standard operating procedures. I mean, I, I have to update mine every week, pretty much. There's something that happens where I have to update it and make sure that my wife is tracking it squared away. Um, so that that discipline to do that and to establish procedures is what can keep your business running and so that you can also grow it. Because you can start, it's easy to start it, yeah. but to keep it running and growing it, that's where it takes that discipline and consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, man, he hit the nail on the head, man. Like, say, so anyone can start a business, but you know, are you willing to go through the ups and downs that come with this along the way? Are you going to be patient? Are you going to play the long, the play the long game? And yeah. also document SOPs. That's oh man, that's that's another gem. That's something that I learned about maybe about a couple of weeks ago. You just always just going based off because uh, me, I've always been so you know by myself with doing this business. Yeah. I've always yeah yeah. You keep it all in your head. Yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you never you never yeah. really think about the SOPs, but at some point you got to pass the keys. You got to pass yeah. the time. Uh, me myself, I'm looking at five. To, I mean, five to ten years. I, I'm, I'm. I need to re- remove myself from the business. Yeah. So if I'm not documenting, look, man, documenting I'm SOP, I'm gonna pass. You know, I'm gonna pass the keys off. You know. I've been telling my mom. I love. I love my mother to death. I, I do. I love her to death. But I've been telling her for years. Yo, at some point in time, you you're doing. She's doing very well for herself. Yeah. Bro, guess what? I'm gonna go to L.A. out of nowhere. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause she can do that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, and have a good time. But I'm like, hey, my, at some point in time, you gotta pass this off or sell it. Yeah. So you, got, you have to systemize, and that's the thing too is that, you know, I wanted to I wanted to help her do all that, and I was like, no, you know what? How about I just this could be my experiment, yeah. and I can do this, and I can I can systemize it and, and show the, the the way to do it. Um, so this is my baby, man, and like I said, having everything systems. At some point in time, my wife and I are going to leave El Paso, Texas. We're going to go. Uncle Sam is going to pick us up and throw us wherever on the planet he wants to throw us. Okay. And I have to have a system and processes set in place so that when I leave, or actually maybe a year before I leave, I have somebody in place here that can continue to run the business while I'm going. And I'm that, you know, absentee owner that that also has a uh, the great eye in the sky and everything that they're doing. <laughs> so you got to have that process down. Do you think, do you think that the reason why most people don't get the SOPs together is they think it's like a trust thing. You don't trust other people to really handle. Cause you know, when you start that business, this is your baby at the end of the day. You don't yeah. have to come into it and just do whatever. I, I think, I think it could be a combination of both trust. And then just also the idea of 
getting everything down is a daunting experience. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh God, I got to write all, I got to type all this shit. Hey, by the way, uh, you don't have to type it. You can record it. Yeah, Loom, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Loom, yep. Yep, Loom, and then there's another one. Uh, I forgot the name of the app. I'm sorry, but they they allow you to to record your 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 steps. Now I don't have things recorded. I have a Google Drive that I have shared with my wife, um, and she can go into each document, each section, and read and see. But for people who are maybe more adverse to writing or typing, record yourself. Hey, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is where you go and log in and do this thing. Um, and you're gonna have to get over that trust thing. I mean, hire people that you can trust. Hopefully, yeah. really help them. Um, but you know, imagine if I did not have a system in place and I leave El Paso and then my business just dies, like all of my workers for nothing. That's ridiculous. So kind of have something set, set in place. <laughs> and, and you, uh, I mean, I know you mentioned earlier that you said you, you, you invest in mobile homes, right? Yeah, I have one, I have one and I have an actual house too that I rent out, but yeah, I have one mobile home and I, and I wholesale another one. We're we're, we're pushing in the mobile home investing space. Yeah, man. Uh, I was, you know, big into trying to get real estate, you know, standard, regular real estate. And then I came across somebody on Twitter. I think, I forgot his name, something, mobile home trap, whatever he calls himself. I forgot his name. I saw something, man, that was like, yo, man, we're remodeling this mobile home. We had a video and uh, we're remodeling and we're going to rent it out. I was like, people do that shit? I didn't know. I didn't know people did that. I've seen mobile home parks and I was like, wait, what? Man, I went into this rabbit hole, man. Yeah. I went into this rabbit hole and shout out to the mobile home lead investors, um, Byron Sellers and, and Sharnice Williams. They have that course. I bought the course. I went crazy, man. I, I just went deep into it and then uh, eventually bought my first mobile home. Uh, well, my only mobile home. And I renounced this day. Um, my, my tenant owner is phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. tenant owner, excellent communication. And it, and, it, and it cash flows me about $365 a month. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, as opposed to my like regular house in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, cash flows me a lot. It, it cash flows me less money and I have a gigantic mortgage, not a gigantic mortgage, I'm sorry, a mortgage attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I were to ever scale in, in, in mobile, in real estate, I'd probably go the mobile home route and probably be an equity investor in uh, in a mobile home park or something like that. That's, that's interesting. That's very interesting because most people, I mean, you know, it's uh, most people, they always think about either going to the, the, the multifamily route or they want to get yeah. apartments or they want to have yeah. so many single family homes, but you're talking about going just the, uh, the mobile home, uh, the mobile home, the mobile home. Yeah. Home. That's, that's probably, I, I just, I don't think that I, I used to, you know, when I started, you know, when I was in Iraq, you know what I'm saying? In 2017, I was listening to Bigger Pockets and Dave Ramsey and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I want to own a thousand doors. Same. I don't know that. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. And, and, you know, it's fine. If you want to own a thousand, if whoever wants to own a thousand doors and be a big real estate, cool, man. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I own two properties right now and I'm just waiting. So far, my tenants have been phenomenal. Yeah. I'm, I got the cash set. So I'm just waiting for that moment. Hey, I don't want to pay rent today. Yeah. I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but but if I were to, like I said, if I were to scale, mm-hmm. I would probably be an equity partner in a mobile home park. And here, here is my investment. Pay me my quarterly uh, dividend. And uh, oh, the toilets aren't working, or something isn't working. Huh, okay. Yeah. You got to do. You actively deal with that. You know. 
But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best spot to be in, to where you can say, "Look, I'll be a silent investor. I'm gonna let yeah. you let that." I mean, that's I mean, because that saves you yeah. a lot of headache. I can imagine. I mean, you're dealing with uh, a, a lot of talent. You got to be like, not only got to be the owner of the property, but you got to be the landlord. You got to be the property manager. Like that's that's too much of a yeah. headache. You know, it, it, you know, what I'm saying, it, like I said, it, it's, it, it depends on your cup of tea. I, I have a mentor of mine mm-hmm. who um. He, he learned about mobile home investing for me and like went crazy on him. Like one day he called me, he was like, hey, I got my first mobile home. I was like, oh, that's dope. Awesome. That's great. Called him again. Hey, I got three now. Whoa, that's really, that's even doper. They called him again. Hey, I got 20. I was like, damn, all right. <laughs> called him again. I was like, hey, how's, how's the 20 mobile homes going? Oh, I sold all of them because people stopped paying rent. It's probably scaled up too fast. Yeah. That can happen. That can happen. It can happen to anybody because you're like, oh, I, I like this thing. I'm obsessed with this idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can happen in any business. It, it really can. If you try to scale way too fast, re- you know, whether you're ready for it or not. And so uh, just with real estate, it, it brings on too much of a risk for me personally mm-hmm. to own all those. I, I personally don't want to do that. But, you know, who knows? I mean, I bet an idea may change when I sell Asura's DNA and Gray Helix for $30 million in a few years. And uh, I just want to buy a bunch of properties. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen, man. And then, uh, yeah, and you mentioned something that's very important: scaling up too fast. Again, we like I said, we in a society where everybody wants, yeah, they want things to happen so quick. You talk about the importance of just being, you know, just doing it slow and steady. Learn the yeah. along the way instead of saying just like your mentor. He said, "Look, I started off at one. I'm gonna go to yeah. five. And I'm gonna get to 20. Then he got yeah. to the point where, he, like I said, he probably got burnt out. I said, look, I'm not going to feel like dealing with all these tenants. Can you talk about the, the importance of just and going slow and steady? Slow and steady wins the race. Like, like I said earlier, with me trying to advertise and have different little assurance DNA locations in all these different, you know, Birmingham, Atlanta, uh, El Paso, freaking, uh, you know, Montgomery, Baltimore. I was trying to do too much. Yeah. And, it, and, and I was spinning a bunch of plates and they were all crashing. Okay. So if you just kind of sit down, breathe, Dialed I had to tell myself this. Other people had to tell me that too. Sit down, breathe, know what you're getting yourself into, know your market, really dial it down, get your processes down, and then determine what you're going to do next after that. Like, don't, even still, I say I want to do drug testing next year. I'm not saying I'm going to do, I'm going to start drug testing in January. I got a lot of research to do. Yeah. I know my market, you know, do your research, breathe, man. It's, it's, it ain't the money, the money ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? You might, you know, you scale too fast. You might fuck it up for yourself. <laughs> hey man, you, you, and I think that's what it is. People hear about the numbers. They get so caught up in the numbers first. And then yeah. you know, dive in first again, doing your market research, doing your due diligence. Okay, wind up yeah. going on the market. Why? What can I, what, what, what is it? Why can I charge this number? What is it that what I'm doing so far? So yeah, now that, that this on the same token, that doesn't mean doing, be, be a victim of analysis paralysis now. That doesn't mean that. That, that I'm, I'm saying that if you have started your business and you, you you got something going, don't try to expand it so fast. Now, if you're in the very beginning stages of before starting a business, don't spend eight months determining what freaking logo colors. You're, like, really? Don't waste your time. Don't don't waste nine months. Uh, if you, you want to do an LLC or an S-Core or a C-Core, pick a damn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do get it started get the entity started you know yeah you want to have an entity yes yes i'm not a tax professional or a lawyer or anything like that get get it started come on 
And get a sale too while you're at it, by the way. Before you do that, make sure you get a sale. Because a lot of people, yeah, I didn't done that before. I started businesses, got the LLC, yeah. got the merch, yeah, got the website, and they had a single sale. <laughs> you know? So get a yeah. sale, get, a, get, get proof of concept. Once you got that, all right, let's get let's get let's get let's get the uh the proper uh, the, the necessary paperwork to get everything to make yeah, ourselves man, exactly. Legal. Mm-hmm. exactly I same thing i was thinking with great helix i was like all right i'm gonna I'm follow delaware c core and do all this other shit and i'm like let me actually see if people want to use the damn thing first yeah. you know what i'm saying and then i worry about that yeah. i'm sitting there with all oh, equity share with my cto and all that bro see do people even want to use the thing first which i'm finding that people do generally but like okay let's get a minimum viable product first let's get let's get the actual let's get a beta working first and get the feedback from that before I worry about all this other stuff. I mean, that's in the plans, obviously. I'm not going to be operating a janky operation, but, you know, come on, man. Don't get hung up on that stuff. Absolutely. Now, execute. Execute. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. And before we get off, man, I, I, I got to talk about this because it's, it's been really popular, the NFTs. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I, I see your, your profile page. You got a dope NFT uh, profile yeah. page, man. How, how'd you get into the NFTs? Man, you know, I would see people with them, and I was like, "Man, this is stupid," you know. <laughs> but I, I don't know. You can't see behind. Oh no, I moved it. I like art. I like art. Period. I have a bunch of dope art uh, in my house. Anyway, um, I wish I had it up on the wall right now. But I have. A, I don't know if you ever watched Family Guy, but yeah, the yeah. episode where Brian, um, or one of the early episodes where he gets cooked on cocaine. Because uh, he's like a police dog. I have a I have a custom painting of that moment where he's like on coke with his glasses on. Anyway, I love art, regardless, right? And then I I just learned it more in crypto. You know, NFTs. You you are the sole owner of that piece of art because it's it's backed up on the blockchain. You know, I mean, there's a ledger. There's a you know, etc. One of one owner of this specific piece of art. Yep. And then I just I've been I was buying Solana for a while. I just had like, like 15, 16 Solana just sitting around, whatever. And I learned that you can buy NFTs on the Solana blockchain, right? And I was like, oh, okay. So I just messing around, man, just went on Solana art. And I was like, what is this, Soul Punk? Shit, all right, whatever. Bought a little Soul Punk. I was like, ooh, this is cool. And I got addicted and bought like six more, <laughs> like a little NFTs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I just have it. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, who, I don't know. Who knows? It might all come crashing down. I don't know. But the idea of, of crypto, NFTs, Web3, Metaverse, all those little buzzwords right now is actually really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for them. And, and what I'm excited most about that is Black folks, they, they know about it. Like they know yeah. like, that like the information is here where, as, as it was years ago. We didn't have access to that type of information. No, you know, so no. be able to have access to the information now, and then and now just taking the information, saying, okay, what can we do to apply this to our business? How we can kind yeah. of this moving forward is really one of the biggest one of the biggest things I love. Yeah. about it. I kind of like it too because the NFT, my profile picture one, it kind of like the color gradient almost kind of goes with like my my logo kind of gradient and paternity. Yeah, yeah. I kind of it kind of blends in. It's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? So I was like. But um, yeah, I'm not some, I'm not like Gary V level of, of NFTs. Like he's like super bullish on them. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, this is kind of cool. I hold on to them. And if they sell for 10 X what they're worth later, then awesome. Buy and hold. Yeah. Buy and hold. A proven strategy, buy and hold. 
Yeah. You know, so, yeah. man, this is, I mean, this has been a super dope interview, man. Just wrapping up, I, I got another question. Yeah. To ask, man. Where, where, where do you, where do you, and I, and I had somebody ask me this question today, so I got to ask you, man, where do you sure. see Insurance DNA, Fraternity University, and where do you see, along with Gray Hill, Gray Healy, yeah. where do you see it in the next five to 10 years? Five years, hopefully I would have sold Gray Helix for a couple million dollars. That'd be nice um, to some DNA laboratory or something, you know. Assurance DNA, uh, definitely bringing in $20,000 to $30,000 a month in in net, not revenue, but net, okay? So that means I'm probably gross bringing in $43,000 a month from that. Fraternity University, I see it as at least a thousand students uh, of which these people are having their own paternity testing businesses. And I also see it as an actual network, mm-hmm. a true network of DNA testing companies all over the country where students are contacting each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got DNA tests. I have a client in freaking Wyoming, but I'm in Chicago. Hey, somebody's in Wyoming. Can you do this test? You know, and, and, and it's a whole network, you know, um, and, you know, that's 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 what I see. Um, and, you know, to see that growth, that now be a beautiful, a beautiful thing to see. That's dope. Right, man, plug, plug, plug in your socials, plug in, plug, yeah. plug in everything, man. Let yeah. me know where they can find you. For sure. So uh, I'm, I am most active on Twitter, Royal Skeety. Skeety is for the school I went to, Tuskegee University. Shout out to Golden Tigers. R-O-Y-A-L-S-K-E-G-E. Um, I am on Instagram at Paternity University. Um, check me out on LinkedIn, Royal Banks, you know, for the, for the professionals out there. Uh, YouTube is getting up there, but uh, the Assurance DNA YouTube is, is, is active as well. I'm going to be adding content to there. Um, paternityuniversity.com, paternityuniversity.com. If you want to get the course and learn how to start your own DNA testing company like me, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a worthwhile investment. You know, pretty much you'll 4X your initial investment on the course with your first DNA test. So um, that's that's essentially where you can find me. That's where I'm most active at. And if you also, if you, not not you, not you, by the way, <laughs> if, if any of you listening, uh, you know, may have any questions or doubts and may want a paternity test, or you know somebody who may want or need a paternity test, contact me. Assurance DNA, look up assurancedna.com, Royal Banks, either myself or my wife will answer the phone. We act in true confidentiality. We do not reveal anybody's name or personal information, and we can get you a test done anywhere in the country. It can happen wherever you are. So contact us if you, um, you know, need to speak to somebody about a paternity testing situation. There y'all have it. Start that DNA agency, tap in with Paternity University, tap in with Royal. Again, brother, I want to say thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for hopping on today, sharing your wisdom and your knowledge with us. And as always, until next time, Stamper Checkout. Thank you, brother.